Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. They call me the Emerald City Exile. The science says block the sun to save the children. The science says inject elite athletes to save their lives. You saw the NFL player. Well, how many elite athletes have collapsed and how many have died? Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Paul Sperry was one of those reporters. He was name-checked by Adam Schiff's office, chair of Intel committee, chair of Intel committee. He wanted Perry suspended or Paul Sperry. He wanted Sperry suspended. Ultimately, he was. And Paul Sperry had responded after this report came out. He goes, well, that explains why Twitter would never give me a reason for my my suspension. It was Schiff. I mean, Wow, you want he Sperry says talk about cyber bullying. Adam Schiff used his power as head of House Intel to muscle Twitter into banning journalists, muzzling reporters who outed his impeachment of whistleblower as an anti-Trump partisan Democrat, exposing Schiff's impeachment proceeding as a political op. That is absolutely true. This is what we're talking about when you are what you're you're seeing a, a private entity being used as as an agent of state and that's what it real clear investigations which is a great site paul sperry wrote about this and he's just a straight news no chaser reporter he was talking about the cia analyst eric ciramella who was overheard talking in the white house with sean misco a holdover from the obama days and they were saying that they, an, an official heard the conversation, told Sperry that just days after Trump was sworn in, they were already trying to get rid of him. And he reported all of this, like how the whistleblower was, you know, it was an actual partisan Democrat that was part of this whole theater. And he, and that specifically is what Schiff's office was targeting him for. So not only were they trying to undermine a free and fair election in 2016, but then they were trying to shut down any reporting of it. That is unbelievable it is censorship this is now this is why i get really happy when i think about jim jordan on house judiciary committee and when i think of adam schiff not being chair of the intel committee anymore i know it's a beautiful thing isn't it these are these are beautiful things have you seen the media talk about this have you seen it remember the media that was would they were apoplectic Whenever anybody, Trump or anybody else or DeSantis, anybody would say, call them partisan or say it was fake news or say that their reporting was inaccurate. And they would they would weep and pretend to faint and say that the sacred institution is completely under attack because of this criticism. Nay, this isn't criticism. This is violence. Remember, they would say all this. Can you imagine if a Republican, if the news came out that a Republican had had pushed a social media entity to censor a reporter for writing uh, something on Trump? Can you imagine? There would. Oh, man, you'd have a whole other commission. A whole other commission would be formed. Golly. Yeah, they've been very, very quiet about it. They haven't. Matt Taibbi, and I've known him for a long time, he and I, because he was always a, a liberal. And in fact, when 
that what what it actually got me um, hired back when CNN was more a little more open minded. What got me hired as the token conservative at CNN this is back in like 2012 was um, we argued uh, viciously on Anderson Cooper's show because he was calling Tea Partiers racist and I was done done with it um, and I just just shredded him and he he wasn't rude except for that. But he never got like nastier than that. He just, you know, said that old line. And then I think, you know, as the years went by, he kind of realized, hmm. He, I mean, he's still left on a lot of issues. But then I think he began to see, and I, I've always wanted to ask him if he's ever put that together. Because back in the Tea Party days, do you remember? I remember when we lived in Missouri, uh, they were trying to put us on watch lists. Do you remember all of this? Do you remember when Barack Obama ran in 2008? They had truth squads in Missouri. The prosecutor who the, the, who ended up actually in, in the uh, Mike Brown case, Bob McCullough, he joined with another, and he's a Democrat, he joined with another lefty prosecutor and a lefty police chief, and they formed this truth squad. And they, they actually were, they cut an ad and everything where they were going to go after any misinformation on uh, Barack Obama during the campaign. And then it came out, it was an MIAC report that was signed by former Democrat Governor Jay Nixon, that anyone who who flew uh, a Gadsden flag or who said they were, this is back in the Ron Paul days, uh, that they supported Ron Paul or if they were libertarians or anything, like they were going to go on this watch list. It was crazy. Tea partiers were, were penalized by the IRS. They were denied their any kind of uh, tax exempt status so as to suppress organization and, and free assembly, which I think it kind of that's kind of ironic. You got to ask your government if you can freely assemble. I don't have enough fingers for that. Uh, bad ones anyway. So my whole point is that this whole I wonder if he ever made if Tybee ever made that connection like, wow, all of this stuff when I was criticizing the Tea Party, the government which is doing this stuff to journalists and all of that now through Twitter was doing this to the Tea Party back in the day. And he was so critical. That's how he and I argued. That's how we first met. We never really were friends after that. But I wondered if he ever kind of came to that conclusion and realized that he actually, the Taibi now, would agree with the me now and then. It's very interesting to see people's journey. But that kind of goes to show you also how insane the left has gotten. Those little graphics where it shows the right and left spectrum and then someone in the middle and then the left keeps going crazier and crazier until it looks like the person in the middle is more towards the right. That's actually kind of true. true. And it they have gotten people on the left have gotten so far left. They're unrecognizable. And they willingly do it because there's such tribalism. And I will say the Democrat Party doesn't make it easy to disagree. What was it? Was it 2016 or was it 2014 that they banned? They actually stopped using, I think it was the DSCC or it was the DCCC, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. They were not allowing funding. They weren't going to fund any campaigns that were pro-life Democrats. Or if they had pro-2A messages or anything like that. They like really started trying to whittle down any dissent in the ranks by controlling the funds. 
So when what I find interesting is the media sits here and they go they go at Republicans. Oh, you're going to withhold money for this or this. You all ignored when Democrats ran every damn moderate that they had out of their party by doing the very thing that you're writing about now. They're not even saying nothing about it. And now all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five brought to you by Caltech. So Beijing is apparently threatening countermeasures. This is all they do. They just threaten stuff. It's on their feet. Threatening countermeasures against countries requiring COVID tests for travelers from China. Wait, you don't want people to have to take tests that you made? That probably don't work uh, if they're traveling from your country. You know, maybe go ask the people in the Prado area, like how they feel about not testing people that are coming in from China, Prado area in Italy. They said because there's even though they have all the vet, the quote unquote vaccinations and everything else and the masks, they were saying that, uh, you, you know, they have a huge they had a huge outbreak in um, the government. They said that they opposed the entry restrictions adopted by other countries targeting China. They lack scientific basis. Well, wait a minute. When you guys did it, was that not? I, I feel like this is going to go crazy. And I worry about the health effects of this. Like, what are the adverse effects? Big Pharma's golden ticket sales of a new weight loss shot made by Eli Lilly. The forecast is that it's going to hit 50 billion this year, 50 billion bucks, which would make it the best selling drug of all time. I'm going to try to pronounce this. Tirzipatide, right? It could be approved as a weight loss treatment this year, and it could make 50 billion in the first year of sales. It's available off label for weight loss patients. And they said that it's expected to be better than rival. They said that. It, that's even more than it would make more than even COVID. You know what a great weight loss thing is? The gym. Like, I just, it's, I don't even know what the tears are It's making me sound like Joe Biden. But uh, $50 billion. And they said that even more so than there was another one out there they, that this is expected to like perform better than in terms of sales. So I don't know. That's kind of, it's scary. That kind of scary. A small Illinois airport was evacuated ahead of that Idaho kill. I don't want to say this guy's name. The Idaho killer's uh, arrival. That, that was really interesting because when he, because they were extraditing him. And as he went through, there was a small uh, airport that they, because they were so worried about security and everything else, that they had to evacuate it so that they could get him in and and fly him out. Uh, and he was in his little motorcade. So I just, I have a feeling that prison justice came when all said and done. Might be adding to somebody's commissary there. I'm just saying, you know, not encouraging anything. But uh, also, a couple of other things here to hit. California orders evacuations ahead of a massive storm. So I actually learned what the Pineapple Express was. I don't even know what I don't. It's a weather pattern. It's not a bad Seth Rogen movie. Uh, but they it's a it's a rare thing. But they said that they've had mudslides uh, and they're they're anticipating really like this could be one of the worst that widespread flooding mudslides power outages that are more than the regular power outages that are going to affect a lot of people they said it's going to have six and in- dump six inches of rain in parts of the bay area so that's where it's apparently gonna it, i guess the santa barbara ventura counties they're going to see the most rain uh but they've said that uh san francisco mayor london breed said that the city's preparing for a war it's going to wash all the needles and feces away right Needles and feces. I don't know why I had to sing that, but I did. What? Poor fish. 
Yeah, I know. Uh, um, I only was able to touch on this last hour, but California is trying to find and compensate sterilization victims. California officials want to pay reparations for government forced or coerced sterilizations. They're actually having a hard time to find victims. They're having a hard time to find. They they said that 600 people in California today can't have kids because of go- uh, their government sterilization uh, program against their will or without their knowledge. And so, yeah, they're, I guess, paying people. What is the price for that? That's. Do you remember the Canadian shop teacher? Gosh, the jokes about this. The Canadian shop teacher who, um, let's be delicate here, wears the size Z prosthetic breasts and, you know, uh, decided to teach like that. I mean, it's, I don't know. She, uh, he, not she, I don't know why I said she, he goes by the name of Kayla Lemieux. And we talked about this when this first made, so this was like back in, it was like back in December, actually before then, when it first, it was like maybe what, November, when it first really started gaining ground. And he wears short skirts and wears the big, I mean, it's, it's, it's a offensively horrid caricature of what he thinks women are. He gets off on it, clearly. And the school actually had defended him. So over like the Christmas, what is it? There was a a Christmas recital in Burlington, Ontario. And Lemieux snuck into the theater during intermission, made sure that he was right in the front row to watch the kids dance on stage with his big, giant acme boobs. And parents were concerned and they demanded that he leave because he did not have a kid involved in the show. He didn't have a kid involved in the show. But he wanted to go and and watch, like just showed up to, I, I don't understand the point of like going to, there's like jokes, but can I just be real? Like I don't want to go to watch nobody's kid in a, I have, I've had a friend ask me that before. Do you want to go watch my, ch-? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I just don't. <laughs> that's your job (laughs) like i I love watching my kids i love my kids and i think everything they do is amazing but that does not extend to yours okay i'm sorry i'm being honest okay nobody else will be this honest with you so why is this dude with the giant wily coyote boobs showing up at you know a kid's dance recital it's weird don't even have a kid there doesn't know anybody like he didn't even wasn't invited by a friend and can I also say, why does he always wear that pink shirt? Always in the pink shirt. Now, there was a it was a podcast host in Canada who said that he was at Lemieux's condo when he saw Lemieux taking off his giant acme boobs and wig while he was at home. I don't know. I mean, I, the whole thing is, and I think that didn't he protest him by dressing up as Lemieux at a city council meeting or something? And then he was, he was like escorted away because I don't know. I, the whole thing, anyway, long story short, I had to give you all of that. Um, this, let me pull this up. Sorry. So parents now are threatening legal action to stop this Kayla Lemieux guy from, dressing up like this wearing the short skirts and the short shorts and the super tight top with his giant z fake plastic boobs 
And they said that Lemieux should be held to the same dress code standards as the students. And they say that his attire is clearly not in line with district standards. And if the students should be punished for this, then why not him? I cannot believe that it got this far and that anyone is defending this, much less the school. You know, he skydived with those things on. Yeah, like that's that's a whole new level of fetish, man. Sky, he skydived, yes, dove with those things on. I still will never forget the I mean, it, and it was done like I mean, clearly it's it is it is an over the top caricature. And, and at first everyone was like, there's no way this dude's serious. Oh, no, no, no. He's serious. I just when he was doing that table saw and like pulling it towards him and he's got his big giant. I mean, I'm just it's it's, it's just clownery. But the kids have been nervous about it. So this is, yeah, they said that he attended a dance recital, too. And that's when the other parents asked him to leave. That's included in the story. He began transitioning, but I don't think he's had the surgery. I, so I, what is it, hormone, hormonally? I don't know. In, back in 2021. And so, yeah, they had David Menzies, who, who's with Rebel Media. He attended the Halton School District school board meeting where Lemieux teaches, dressed like Lemieux. With the blonde, the trashy blonde wig in makeup with the big giant, you know, and then the little short skirt and they made him leave. So what's the difference? Well, there's there is none. So the parents are threatening. They're threatening legal action. I would just take my kids out of the school and go to a different one. I know not everybody can do that. I but hell, I'd homeschool before this. They're, they're, they're saying he's got to stop dressing like this in the classroom. This is ridiculous. I agree. This isn't about the kids. He's doing it for his own, his, to get his own rocks off. That's what this is. Let's be real. Gee, it's cosplay. It's just, and you know the one, who's the one, the other guy that Joe Biden invited? Um, he's the reason why I don't shop at Ulta anymore because Ulta decided it would be fun to have two dudes who cosplay as women try to talk about what it's like to be a woman and all the problems that women face and makeup and all this. And I'm just done with Ulta. Uh, Ulta, it's trash. But the, one of the guys who got invited to the White House and was talking with Joe Biden and he was the guy who's like, oh, it's my day three of my girl journey and all this other stuff. So he got facial reconstruction surgery plastic surgery to look more like a chick it's still cosplaying it is still cosplaying where's third wave feminism on that oh wait it's right third wave made all this possible it's his life mission to make bad decisions <laughs> it's time for florida man some of y'all people need to stop by the way this guy's head if the mugshot, why he doesn't have as much of a top part of his head as he does. I, it's weird, right? Uh, Florida man is accused of temporarily blinding a Brevard Sheriff's Office pilot with a laser pointer. Stop doing this. Yeah. It was it was a helicopter Sunday evening assisting the Palm Bay Police Department with the search for a shooting suspect. And they said that 33-year-old Dean Bollet decided to shine a laser at the helicopter multiple times, despite everyone, including toddlers, know that you can't do it. The laser refracted through one of the pilot's night vision goggles that blurred his vision to the extent that he had a hand, con- hand control of the uh, helicopter over to a tactical flight officer who thankfully happened to be a pilot. So he endangered the crew, 
put the officers' lives in danger because it interfered with the equipment they were using also to track the, the armed suspect. And so the uh, sheriff's office flight crew was able to direct the officers to the source of where they found Belay. He was arrested and charged. It's a felony. So he's held on $5,000 bond. Stop doing that stupid stuff. Good grief. Like, who gets out there and is like, I'm going to shine this in the eyes. Well, like, come on, Dean. Um, I got to share this one real quick. On Miami, Florida, Miami Herald, 33-year-old Delor- Dorleans Filiador was in Miami-Dade Circuit Court on char- charges of burglary and grand theft. Uh, and uh, he was sitting in a wheelchair next to the judge when he tried to throw excrement at her, his own, before closing arguments began. I'm not even kidding. I'm not kidding either when I say that the story continues and says that Philidor yelled at the judge, it's protein, it's good for you. What? Not kidding. This comes from an affiliate. He's no scientist. I am not kidding. It is an actual thing. And apparently witnesses said that he then had protein himself. I'm done. Oh, that's that's God. so nasty. I cannot. Why? All right. A Florida man bit an officer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He bit an officer after hitting another one with his car, and then he danced in traffic. <laughs> an Orlando man fleeing Winter Garden Police struck an officer with a car, bit another one on the leg, and caused thousands of dollars in property damage at a convenience store. It was a mobile gas station. Uh, Malik Smith, 27 years old. Uh, he... They authorities, they, he apparently was trespassing. Then he jumped on the counter of the smoke shop located in the store, destroyed, destroyed their display cases, pulled a light fixture out of the ceiling. According to the affidavit, they responded. He left. He was harassing customers. So he's in jail. And this was after like they had to chase him and wrestle him down. And he bit everybody. But, you know, it's oh, golly, just the floor. You know what? He makes D.C. look sane. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. God rest Rush. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. The science says block the sun to save the children. The science says inject elite athletes to save their lives. You saw the NFL player. Well, how many elite athletes have collapsed and how many have died? And then, of course, shut down the hospitals to save the children. Check out the Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.